1: My fellow Americans, welcome. It's Eric Erickson here across the United States. The phone number is 877-973-7425. I hope you got blue skies where you are today. As always, if you text DATA to 33777, you can subscribe to the show notes, and you can also uh, pre-order my book, You Shall Be As Gods. I actually got... Uh, where is it here? Um, I got the interior design of the book today. Um, it, it looks good. Um, my goodness. Yeah, it, it looks, you shall be as gods, pagans, progressives, and the rise of the woke Gnostic left. Um, it's, it's a good looking book that they put on the inside of it. Um, and and you know what I like because this is my personal preference is footnotes not in notes. Why? Because um, I hate it when you reference something and then you got to flip all the way to the back of the book to see what they're referencing. Uh, we worked very hard so that no one can accuse me of plagiarism. We got everything in there. <laughs> okay, we'll get into that at some point later. Uh, right now, I want to talk about uh, the Hamas caucus. In Congress, there is that progressive group known as the Squad. They came in uh, during the Trump administration as a response to Trump from the progressive left, uh, and they have uh, probably peaked at this point. I would like to think so. Some of them perhaps will lose. One of them is is Alana Presley. Alana Presley, she's bald. She has a – I forget what the the condition is – she was wearing a wig for a while. God bless her, actually. I, I think this is commendable of her. Uh, she's just owning it and, and took took the wig off, and, and she's like, this is who I am. Good for her. Honestly, good for her. Uh, and she, though, uh, is a hyper woke progressive. She went to the floor of the House of Representatives yesterday blasting Walgreens because Walgreens has decided it's time to get out of, an area of her district because of the crime. And of course, it's racism.
2: Mr. Speaker, Walgreens is planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th, this time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and Latino. This closure is a part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities like the previous closures in Mattapan and Hyde Park, both in the Massachusetts 7th. When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community, and they take them, and they take with them baby formula, diapers, asthma, inhalers, life-saving medications, and of course, jobs. These closures are not arbitrary and they are not innocent. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination. That is why I joined with Senator Markey and Warren to demand answers from Walgreens' CEO. Why was there no community input, no adequate notice to customers, and no transition resources to prevent gaps in health care? Shame on you, Walgreens. Having a website with talking points about health equity and underserved communities is not enough. Walgreens is a multi-billion dollar corporation that needs to put their money where their mouth is and stop divesting from black and brown communities.
1: Um, There's a, a relevant point i got to replay this audio. I don't mean to, to hurt you, but just listen.
2: Mr. Speaker, Walgreens is planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th, this time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and Latino. This closure is a part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities like the previous closures in Mattapan and Hyde Park, both in the Massachusetts 7th.
1: When, Get ready. It's coming. When a
2: Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community, and they take, them, and they take with them baby formula diapers asthma inhalers life-saving medications
1: and of course jobs you know who else takes the baby formula the diapers and the asthma inhalers the shoplifters the idea that a private corporation needs to stick around and be robbed blind while the local police are not able to do anything well that's kind of the problem here a lot of presley is one of the progressive members of the House of Representatives who believes that property crimes are not violence. And therefore, they have insurance, that insurance can cover their costs and their losses, and they should take it. No. This is really rich of her. Um, the, The Walgreens and the CVSs around the country that are closing are closing in high crime areas with lots of shoplifting, costing them lots of money, driving up their insurance rates, which, by the way, then drives up the costs to consumers because they pass those costs along. It's like the Trump guy saying that tariffs, that China's going to pay the tariffs. China doesn't pay the tariffs. When you jack up tariffs, you know who pays the tariffs? The American consumer because the price goes up because it's the American importer who pays the tariff, and the American importer then bakes that into the price. This is Economics 101, and only stupid people don't realize that a tariff is paid by the American consumer, in the same way that when insurance rates go up on a company because that company has so much theft, then the company raises the prices of its products so that the consumers are paying the insurance bill for the company. Companies don't pay corporate taxes. Companies bake the price of the corporate tax into the cost of the good and service and pass it along to the consumer. This is economics 101, that the left and the right are both going brain dead on this stuff, is infuriating. But on the left, to say that they should have to take the crime wave is absurd. But it's not just the crime wave. It's the terrorists, too. of Presley is in the squad with Jamal Bowen, Joe Bowman, the, the fire alarm triggerer in the house. It turns out that Bowman is a 9-11 truther who believes the government and the Jews took out the World Trade Center. It's always the Jews with these people. We would... Actually, this would be a wider story, except the right has been obsessed with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey the last couple of days. I mean, why talk about a legitimate news story when you can peddle a conspiracy theory? Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, I've mentioned, wants to defund the American police just like the rest of the squad. But she wants us to keep funding the UNRWA group, uh, UN refugee group in the Palestinian territory that, turns out, is operated by Hamas. According to the Wall Street Journal and Verified Reporting, 1,200 UNRWA employees work with Hamas and Islamic Jihad. Now, keep in mind, the Washington Post, which is a Hamas-friendly organization, has been quoting UNRWA statistics about the devastation in Gaza. It turns out that they are Hamas operatives, these UNRWA people. So the Hamas sympathetic Washington Post is quoting the Hamas operatives inside UNRWA in a propaganda campaign to uh, uh, tell the American people what's going on over there. It's absolutely bizarre how incestuous Hamas is with members of the American media and the squad. They are the Hamas caucus. Rashida Tlaib and Corey Bush. Corey Bush, you know, is the one under investigation by the. Biden Justice Department. That's how bad it is. The Biden Justice Department is going after this woman. And, of course, she's blaming racism. She's blaming the right. She's not blaming Biden, but privately, from what I hear, she's fuming about it because the Biden administration doesn't like her. They think she's too wackadoo nuts. The Biden administration is purging from their side their insane people. They're investigating Cori Bush. And yesterday, Corey Bush and Rashida Tlaib, the leader of the squad in the House, were the only two members of Congress to vote against a law that would prohibit the organizers, participants, and uh, collaborators of October 7th from coming into this country. Rashida Tlaib and Cory Bush are on record now saying they're okay with Hamas terrorists coming into this country. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wants to fund the Hamas terrorists, not the American police, but the Hamas terrorists. Ilhan Omar is now on record with a Somalia-first position. She wants to put the interests of Somalia first and said uh, in her native non-English tongue that her job is to make the American government bow to the will of Somalia. Instead of make America great again, she wants to make Somalia great again with American taxpayer dollars. By the way, Somalia, hotbed of terrorism right now. There's a lesson here for us on the right. Democrats are challenging in primaries Jamal Bowman, who turns out to be a 9-11 truther. They're challenging Rashida Tlaib, who's been censored in Congress and voted to allow Hamas terrorists into the United States. They're challenging Ilhan Omar in primaries. Uh, who took a Somalia first position, they're challenging Cory Bush. The Justice Department of Joe Biden is investigating Cory Bush for corruption. I tell you people all the time, if you don't clean up your own side, the voters are going to clean you up. And the Democrats are taking that lesson. It's the Democrats who are primarying these extremist members of the squad and these anti-Semites. It's the Democrats are doing it to themselves. The Democrats are picking intraparty fights to clean up their own side. It is the Joe Biden Justice Department that is investigating Cori Bush's corruption, not the Trump administration. No one else. It's the Justice Department under the Democratic control investigating the Democrats. If you don't clean up your own side, the voters will clean it up for you. The Republicans are platforming. TPUSA grifters and hucksters to tell us there's a conspiracy theory about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Many of these same people, many of these same people were the Pizzagate conspiracy theorists. Even now, to this day, when I mention this, I get people online who say, well, you know, it was actually real. They covered it up, but it was actually real. No, it wasn't. You're an insane person. You are an insane person if you believe Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey is a pentagon back PSYOP or any sort of PSYOP by the uh, NFL to get Joe Biden elected. The Democrats right now are trying to, in the primary process, purge their insane people and the Republicans keep platforming their insane people and giving them money. The Democrats are trying to weed out the insanity on their side while the Republicans are mainstreaming their insane, hyper-online people who need to get outside and touch grass. Do you not see what's happening before your very eyes? The Democrats recognize they have a problem with voters and they're working to purge the Hamas caucus from Congress. Meanwhile, the Republicans are putting their anti-Semite conspiracy theorists on mainstream platforms, giving them voice and encouraging people to give them money. This doesn't end well for the Republicans. Republicans. The grifters, the hucksters, the fraudsters, the liars, they lied about Pizzagate, they lied about the stolen election, they're lying about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, they're, they're anti-Semites who hate Israel, they want to get away from Israel. The Republicans are elevating these people while the Democrats are trying to purge their own. If you don't clean up your own house, the voters are going to clean it up for you. And the Democrats appear to be cleaning up portions of their own house, and not all of it, you and I both know they're not cleaning up all of it. But they have something they can point to where the Republicans don't. So when the Republicans come screaming about Hunter Biden and corruption, the Democrats can say that's not, there's no there there. But look, there is a there there on Cori Bush, and we're cleaning that up. And meanwhile, y'all are talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. It's just smoke and mirrors and distraction. But it's a distraction that you know and I know is going to work with ill-informed American general-only low-information voters. Because they see the Democrats purging their – when's the last time you saw a political party in America purge its own bad members? Back when uh, in the 2008 presidential election, my friend Fred Thompson was running. I knew Fred and Jerry, super people. And he never did it, but I kept saying, Fred, there's all this corruption in the GOP now. You've got all these Republicans who are under investigation by the FBI. You should campaign against this. Show the voters that we're cleaning up our own side or the voters are going to clean us up. I wish he had done it. I've been beating this drum for a long time, and it's sad to see the Democrats are the ones doing it, not the Republicans. The Democrats are purging their crazy members, and the Republicans are elevating them, their own crazy members. This ends badly. All you have to do is not be crazy, and instead the right is screaming about Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, conspiracy theories and the democrats are investigating members of the squad trying to purge them from congress who do you think the voters are going to pay attention to in that as the serious adults in the room this doesn't end well for us with low information voters you got to actually think about those people in the election in november and the democrats clearly are and we clearly are not
0: well connected and well respected it's eric erickson live every weekday You can be live on Eric's show by calling 877-97-ERIC. That's 877-973-7425.
1: Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program? Delighted to have you with me. Y'all, I... well... I just I, I'm I I think we need to clear up our own side. My, my friend Nancy just texted me. She was listening to the last monologue. Well, she says, "Don't forget though, Bob Menendez. Then that that's a real big one for the Democratic side. The rules of the Senate function differently from the rules of the House in terms of expulsion. I suspect they're going to at some point, despite his insistence on his uh, innocence. But yes, the GOP did purge Santos from the House, and the Democrats have not purged Menendez from the Senate." and they're continuing to allow Menendez to operate with classified briefings and the like, which is a big red flag. There's a problem there. There is. Um, but I, I, I'm i deeply, deeply worried about, one, we have a shortage of money on our side, and, two, the Democrats seem to be outmaneuvering us with the low-information voters, and we got to step it up. And part of it is, too uh, – the RNC doesn't have the money. Trump is distracted by his his uh, legal fights right now. We're still kind of in the primary process until Nikki Haley steps aside. Uh, there are all these little fundamentals, and, and we've got time. We got time. The But time is going to run out in every campaign. So even back when I was a, a political consultant, you give a little lecture to the new candidate. You have three elements in campaigns, time, talent, and treasure. You can get more treasure. You can get more talent. You can never get more time. But at some point, you max out available resources for treasure. You max out available resources for talent. The trumpet, the, the Trump team hasn't maxed out um, talent resources or treasury resources, but time is running out. we got to be firing on all cylinders. All right. Move on to other stuff. But first... Let me brag about my bank, Old Glory Bank. You, you rarely do you hear someone effusive with praise about a bank, but I really am with Old Glory Bank. They don't charge fees for checking and savings accounts. They don't. And, in fact, they've got this convenient system that's called their cash-in system where you can go to over 85,000 retailers of the country and deposit cash at the counter, and it goes directly into your bank account. They've worked with retailers around the country for this. They do home loans, the VA, conventional, and FHA loans, They've got budgeting tools. They've got great, great online software features, online bill pay, everything you need. They are a real bank, and they're really good. In fact, uh, with my kids, I can take their cash to, like, my local CVS a couple blocks from my house and deposit it into their bank accounts. It's so easy. And then they're not being built with fees by the bank because there are no fees for the checking and savings accounts. Good interest rate on the savings account too, by the way. You can cancel your bank. Old Glory Bank is set up by conservatives for conservatives. You can switch to them. They're anti-woke. Oldglorybank.com. You can have an account in less than eight minutes for yourself or your kids. Oldglorybank.com. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
0: He's got the courage to tell you the truth because the truth is what matters. You're listening to The Eric Erickson Show.
1: Greetings, conversationalists. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Let's go to the phones here. Max, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the show. Hey
0: there. How are you doing today, Mr. Erickson? Good. How are you? I'm doing great.
1: What's going on?
0: So I just had a quick question. I recently became a listener of the show and, uh, I am a 24-year-old, and my main question would be, as someone who is younger in in a younger generation, what can I do best to inform other people my age on, like, what's going on in the country and how to kind of right the wrongs that they keep hearing in the media uh, that gets so, like, forced through social media and other outlets such as that?
1: Oh, uh, you know what? That's a great question, and I'm probably going to tell you something completely different from what a lot of other people will tell you, and uh, they're, I'm probably going to get a lot of people mad at me for saying so, but uh, number one is don't do it immediately. Um, make sure that you are relational with the person first because they're not going to believe you. Um, I, so, you know, Max, one of the tendencies I see, particularly people who care about politics and what's happened in the news, is they can hear someone, like you're in the barbershop or, or you're out and about, you're with a group of people, and, and someone says something, you don't know the person, and you decide to correct them. And that immediately turns them off. And for the people around them, uh, you come across looking like the, the pushy know-it-all, which they don't particularly like, Um And so I I would be hesitant to engage in that capacity because most people aren't super plugged in and they're also not super political. So once you develop a a meaningful friendship or relationship with people so that they kind of know your heart, uh, then you can begin to work your magic. And, And one of the things that I would recommend that you do is add information. Don't tell them they're wrong. Never tell anyone they're wrong. Uh, particularly uh, if you're married to them, never tell them they're wrong if they're also a female. Never, never, ever, ever. Um, But what you can do is you can add additional information. So when they say um, Joe Biden did this thing, um, you can – so, for example, they they say Joe Biden actually has sent the Border Patrol to the border to secure the border. Uh, You can say, well, yes, he did, but did you know – uh, that they're allowing illegal immigrants to come into this country for processing now, instead of making them stay in Mexico for processing. And once they get here, if the facilities are overwhelmed, they let them let them leave. And when they say no, you don't. No, no, that's not true. Well, there are plenty of objective news sources from ABC to NBC that admit that. Um, I I always recommend people, once you're in a a relational situation where they kind of know your heart, they know you're not just a know-it-all jerk, um, never tell them they're wrong out of the gate. Add information to it or tell them you heard something different and, and here's what you heard and be able to show them the sources. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, yeah, it completely does. And I never just come out the gate telling them they're wrong right away. I always do try to do it in that way of just adding information to it and speaking of, from what I've heard on the other side of it all.
1: The hardest part, particularly with, with, with your generation and, and people younger now, is, is there's a vast array of people that people listen to. And TikTok is, is probably one of the most nefarious sites where it comes to getting information. In fact, I, I actually read today that the biggest reason Joe Biden is doing the liquid natural gas export ban is because of social media influencers on TikTok uh, have made it a big thing. Um, and... Being able to combat that stuff is hard, but I will tell you this, and and God's honest truth here. uh, If you are willing to build a relationship with someone and have that relationship be not about politics so that you can be friends with someone who disagrees with you politically, you're going to have a more meaningful impact on that person in, in trying to change their mind uh than than otherwise in in fact you know i I, i'm I'm, god help me i'm gonna go down this road and y'all are just gonna have to humor me for a minute um i had a guy the other day and i can just read you part of the exchange on instagram and i I gotta go find it um the guy was was really upset with me because he he thinks that I, I he says uh, this is what it is um, you think you can reason with a liberal uh, and I replied some you can some you can't but not trying means you fail every time well then then he replied back again um, convert them to what politics isn't a religion but when you get the idea. Uh, about uh, converting them, that's religious, that's disingenuous. Um, You're being disingenuous. Stop taking a fake high road. No one's calling anybody swine. Now, this guy actually uh, did specifically call, uh, said you can't throw pearl before swine. It's it's frustrating to me to deal with this. Conservatives don't exactly have a good batting average on reasoning with liberals to defeat them. Casting your pearl before swine. Here's the thing, though. We actually do have a good batting average on reasoning with liberals. And that's what this guy misses. So, so, this guy, he's on social media. He's upset with me, thinking I waste my time trying to talk to liberals. They're the enemy. He pretty much said, We're in a fight. We're with the enemy. We actually have a good track record of, of convincing liberals. You ever heard of a guy? Uh, his name is Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was a Democrat Union activist who, over time, because of the readings of Barry Goldwater, uh, the thinking of F.A. Hayek and others he converted, became a free market conservative. There, There's a, another guy. You may not have heard of this one. Uh, I don't think he's as famous as as Ronald Reagan, but his name's Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump was a, a diehard Democrat. He was a liberal Democrat funded a lot of liberal Democrats, and over time he became a conservative, uh, or at least to the right. I wouldn't necessarily call him a conservative, but he's definitely on the right. Uh, Stop being a a liberal. There are a whole lot of them. Um, We've got a pretty good track record of converting liberals to conservatism, and you know the greatest uh, path forward to convert a liberal to conservatism is reality. But this idea that we should, we should fight them, we shouldn't engage them, um, I, I got a platform here with a microphone where I, I can engage these guys. And it was just it, – it's very funny, though. So, so this guy – he starts out, uh, and you think you can reason with liberals? And I reply, some you can, some you can't, but not trying means you fail every time. And he replies, conservatives don't exactly have a good batter average on reasoning with liberals. Defeat them, casting your pearls before swine. And I reply, just because I disagree with someone politically doesn't make them swine, but viewing them as swine makes it impossible to ever convert them to my because got to love my neighbor, hang out with sinners, try to convert them. If you don't want to, that's on you. And so then he gets his dander up, and he says, convert them to what politics isn't a religion, Where'd you get the idea? I was trying to convert them to religion. You're being disingenuous. You know what the phrase means? Stop trying. To... So he's, he uses a phrase from scripture, don't pearl, throw pearls before swine. And I say, they're not swine. Don't treat them like swine. You're not going to convert them. So I'm not converting them. That's a religious thing. No, no, no. I'm converting them to my political side. Do you know who my my listeners are? It's actually fascinating to me in, in the research of online and offline. I was telling this to a guy this morning. Most of the people who listen to this program are not hyper-political. They're conservatives. They tend to be Christian, and they live a life. They're in their 30s and 40s. They have kids, and they're just trying to find someone to tell them what's going on in the world that they can trust and know I'm not going to BS them or lie to them. And then they go about their life. They check in here because they're overwhelmed with politics. They don't like politics anymore. But they want to know what's going on with politics. And, and that's my job to tell them what's going on with the world. Keep them entertained, keep them company in their car, uh, so they can go live their life. But I know I've got a lot of progressives who listen to the show because, by God, I get a lot of hate mail from them. But I at least want to try to explain what the right views things as. And I have too many people on the right who've abandoned conservatism, want to remind them that conservatism actually does conserve conservatism actually is a good political philosophy that limited government is a good thing big government is a bad thing you know i I support limited government because i'm a christian we're all sinners i believe i want as few in charge of me as possible so of course i support limited government the fewer sinners in charge of me the better off my life is this why i like government shutdowns when the government is shut down the government can't screw us i'm perfectly fine with government shutdowns but the idea that we should treat Our political opponents as as our enemies and that we're in a fight. To a degree, yeah, we're in a political fight for the hearts and minds of low information voters. But I'm not gonna persuade the low information voter or the Democrat to come to my side. If I am a jerk to them, if I wanna wanna fight them, if I treat them as the enemy, there are look, I I look at the members of the squad as, as enemies. They're willing to allow Hamas to come into this country. They want to defund the police but fund Hamas. They want to chop down the statues of our founders in this country. Yeah, there there, are bad people. The problem is I think a lot of people on the right have lost discernment between who are their political opponents and who are their enemies, and they presume that a broader section of their opponents are actually their enemies than actually are. Now, it can certainly go the other way where, where there aren't uh, – you treat some people who are your enemies as just opponents – but overwhelmingly, I think on our side of the aisle and on the other side of the aisle as well, both sides are getting more and more interested in just saying the other guy's the enemy. And there are some. But mostly it's just people who see the world differently, who have a different lived experience. We all understand the world by the experience in which we lived. I spend a lot of time trying to explain things to you guys Uh, of what what are going on in the world and how these things around the world affect us in large part because my lived experience is having lived abroad growing up and seen what it means to be an American and to see what it means to have a robust American military presence in the world. It informs my experience. It informs my ideas of the world. And all of us come into that, left, right, and center, we all come into that based on our lived experience. If you were a kid who grew up in poverty and your family depended on the government, well, you probably don't like the limited government guys who want to cut a lot of the social welfare programs. You probably lean Democrat. If you're black, you may be very socially conservative, but you tie a lot of Southern Republicans to, to the, the Jim Crow movement of the civil rights because you see a lot of them were Democrats back in the day and became Republican, and you're suspicious of them. I get that. I disagree with you, by the way, but I I get that. But if you're just going to treat the other side as your enemy and you want to fight them, I I will tell you a little secret if you're on the right. There are more of them than there are of us. It's true. There are more center-left people in this country than there are center-right people in this country. So if you really want to fight them, they're probably going to win because they have the numbers or you can convert them to our side and grow our side. Now, ultimately, our side has more kids than their side, so we're going to ultimately win the population fight against them. But in the meantime, we can't just burn bridges with our fellow Americans because we've decided if they're on the other side, they're our enemy. You do have to try to reason with them. Not all of them are reasonable, and not all of them can be reasoned with. But the best way you're going to reason with them and convert them is to not treat them like a pariah, or other, uh, treat them as the other, but actually treat them as your neighbor and love your neighbor and try to persuade them you're right. And you know what? At the end of the day, you may never convert them. You may never change their mind. But what you may do is make them realize you're actually not an enemy to them. And we can go back to some level of sanity in this country because everybody has gone insane, it seems. I think you guys listening to this for the most part are probably the last sane people in America. Now, if you are a sane person, you actually want to save money, which is where Stamps.com comes in, because you can use Stamps.com for yourself or your business and save some money. Up to 89% savings on post office and UPS rates, which is incredible. Post office and UPS rates, 89% savings. You can even arrange pickup at your home or office so you never have to stand in line again waiting for stamps or packages. Oh, my gosh, they save me time. I've been using them for 20 years. You go to stamps.com, you click the microphone, you put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K, you're going to get a free digital scale, some free postage, limited time offer. You will have no contract to sign. You will have no long-term commitment. You can cancel at any time. But check them out. You can even get shipping supplies shipped to you from stamps.com. They make it that easy. All you need is a computer or mobile device and a printer. You can get print and label, shipping packages, shipping envelopes, whatever you need. Stamps.com. Click on the microphone. Put in my name, Eric, E-R-I-C-K, and you can start saving big today and skip the lines to ship.
0: You're listening to The Eric Erickson Show, the perfect blend of news, analysis, opinion, and cooking. Yeah, cooking. Want Eric's weekly recipes? They're super delicious. Text RECIPE to 33777 now.
1: Welcome back. It's Eric Erickson here across America. Tristan Levitt is the president of Empower uh, Oversight, an accountability and public integrity watchdog group, and has put on Twitter, uh, his organization has learned through whistleblowers within the ATF that at the direction of the White House, the ATF has drafted a 1,300-page document to justify a rule effectively banning the private sale of firearms. The whistleblower says the rule is being drafted by Senior Policy Counsel at the ATF, uh, who had worked in the Phoenix Field Office's Division Council during Operation uh, Wide Received, a precursor to Operation Fast and Furious. They're trying to prevent the private sale of firearms in the United States, according to the whistleblower. Uh, it would also really circumvent separation of powers. Congress has not banned the private sale of firearms in this country. In fact, it's a long-time practice in this country, Uh, and I have a lot of friends of mine who have bought privately instead of going through gun stores with all the the, uh, background checks and the like that are involved there, and they want to try to stamp it out. This would be a huge overreach by the ATF. This is another reason the Looper-Bright decision in uh, the Supreme Court is such a big deal, because we really have uh, seen the administrative state get out of bounds. It operates as a super legislature, actually unaccountable to people because the bureaucrats keep their jobs. They've got a a, a government security and safety net that makes it impossible almost for them to be fired, despite all the calls that, oh, well, they're accountable because the elected officials can get rid of them. Not really. Congress has made that hard to do too. We as a nation have got to force Congress to do its job. And here's the the upside. So Looper Bright is the decision. It could get rid of the Chevron Doctrine that allows, essentially binds courts to uh illegal interpretations from federal agencies when congress writes a law that's hard to understand if you get rid of looper bright what it will do is force congress to write better laws or congress is not going to be able to delegate to administrative agencies it would force congress to actually legislate otherwise the legislation would fail for being too vague and nebulous that would be a good thing in this country so much of Congress now is about getting elected and then rushing to the cameras on MSNBC or, or Fox News to play to your side and do fundraising. You don't actually legislate anymore. Uh, they have a crutch with the administrative state, write a, a law that no one understands, and let the bureaucrats actually write the real law, and then you say, well, it's not us, it's the bureaucrats doing it. And now the bureaucrats at the ATF want to ban private sales of firearms, Something that uh, the legislature, the Congress, has not given them permission to do. We need to fight this. We'll keep an eye on this. Uh, good for the whistleblowers for raising the red flag on this sort of stuff. It, it's just the nefariousness of this sort of stuff happening. Um, We've got to keep our eyes on, on it. I will stay vigilant for you. Now, I want you to be vigilant and go to omahasteaks.com slash Eric today, omahasteaks.com slash E-R-I-C-K. If you go to omahasteaks.com and you go to omahasteaks.com slash Eric, you can get four free boneless chicken breasts, four free boneless pork chops. In addition, you get incredible, incredible value for the butcher cut fillets, the gourmet Uh, Jumbo Franks, the Omaha Steak Burgers, the Caramel Apple Tartlets. You even get some pork chops included in it. So you get eight total pork chops, four of them for free, plus the free chicken breast. You get incredible value. You get 100% satisfaction guarantee, all of it from Omaha Steaks. They are America's butcher shop. They've been doing this since 1917. They know value. They know quality. They want to know you. Build a relationship with them. OmahaSteaks.com slash Eric. Go check them out today. You can get deliciousness delivered to your door with 100% satisfaction guarantee and the four free chicken breasts, four free pork chops. OmahaSteaks.com Eric.